We're back. The Golf Insiders in the house. Holly G along with my special guest, Caddy, this evening, Dr. Bob Winters of the David Ledbetter Academy and sports psychologist extraordinaire. I'm the three wood to your big Bertha driver. Dr. Bob, without you, I don't know how I would sink those putts. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, we have two couches here, and uh, Holly is, she is really a case study uh, unto <laughs> herself. She oh. really is. We, we have really got a lot of stories. that, And we go back about 25 years, right? We do, Dr. Bob. Unbelievable. Yeah. So we were a, both 19 when we got in this business. We were. Right? We, we were, were just, you know, rock stars. We were just puppies. We were, indeed. Well, a guy who's been around the block and uh, one of the best in the media business and out there week to week. Uh, one of our favorites, and I know somebody you've known for a long time, and it's often hard to get him on the Golf Insiders because he just—he is just a, a working, working dog out there. Uh, it's a pleasure to have tonight on the show, calling in from the Memorial Tournament up at Jack's Place, Alex Maselli from the Morning Read. Hi, Alex. Hey, Holly. How are you? Good. Got your friend Dr. Bob Winters here, too. Hi, Alex. Bob, how are you? I'll tell you what, uh, I'm I'm wearing a bow tie in honor of you in the studio tonight, Alex. What do you think about that? Well, I think that's great. I think everyone (laughs) should be wearing bow ties. Here's the problem. He's wearing it with his golf shirt. (laughs) I I thought it was a good look. I'm I'm just going to try to bring it back. And I was telling Holly, I said, Alex Maselli and I, we go back, you know, a long, long time to NBCGolf.com and back up in the Washington, D.C. days, Alex. Yep. That's right. That's it, all true. It was fantastic, and it's been, you know, great. So, you know, what what's going on there at Muirfield? Well, we're trying to figure out how we're going to deal with the raindrops tomorrow. Uh, yeah, there's been some pretty nasty weather going through Ohio the past few days. You know, I was here Monday night, and um, the sirens started going off at midnight. And I looked at my phone, which we all do, and it says hurricane warning. Yikes. And I, I, I now felt, knew what it felt like to be in the Blitz in London during 1940. Um, so I had to make a decision if I was going to get out of bed and go downstairs to a, some kind of shelter. I was just going to ride it out. And I went with the ride-out version, which did not thrill my wife when I told her it the next day. Uh, yes, no doubt, especially uh, some of the pictures coming out of Dublin, Ohio. Uh, those tornadoes were pretty fierce. They, sh- they said something about uh, one was 150 miles per hour and just leveled a, you know, a, a, a cinder block warehouse. It was it was pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, but so past that, um, that's been the discussion about, you know, the weather. All these guys are on the range and it's blowing, you know. 35 or 40 miles an hour and they're all looking at each other talking about what time's your tea time tomorrow and you know just to basically think about the weather which generally is bad at the memorial uh, on an annual basis but very rarely do they finish any time other than sunday so you know they'll get it in they'll figure it out they'll get it in it's a smaller field with 120 but um you know there's a lot going on obviously dustin johnson and brooks kepka are not here they're both committed to play next week at rbc canada for different reasons. So, but after that, the the list of players in this field are just, you know, the creme de la creme. Off the charts. Yep. Yeah. It's it's a it's a terrific field and uh I'm sure they'll have a terrific champion, but uh it'll probably be a little soggy by the time we're done. Well, uh Tuesday was the sort of uh, state of the state news conference with the Golden Bear, and as you mentioned in your article on Morning Read, uh, the focus was on Tiger, and of course now the buzz about will Tiger B 
beat or tie Jack's 18 majors. And uh, you had an interesting take on that versus the Golden Bear. Well, it's not often that I disagree with Jack, but in this particular situation, I vehemently disagree. Um, Jack believes that uh, his his record is definitely in play and that uh, he is one of the favorites, meaning Tiger, uh, at Pebble Beach in two weeks. And uh, first of all, I had said going into the PGA that I thought I didn't think Tiger would be a factor. I, I thought he would make the cut, but I didn't think he'd be a factor. I was right in that, and I actually put Brooks Kepka to win, which I was right about that as well. That being said, I, again, will return to the same theory that, A, uh, Tiger will not be a factor at Pebble Beach, and, B, Brooks Kepka is the favorite. So uh, what Jack is thinking uh, is, in his mind at least, he talked about you know, what Tiger did back at Pebble in 2000, which was, let me just do the math, quick math, 19 years ago. Um, and five surgeries ago. Yeah, or more. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, I mean, the, the what he's using as a basis uh, to support Tiger being the favorite uh, is something that I wouldn't use to hold up uh, a house of cards because it's just not there. The, the, Jack, Jack doesn't want to say anything bad about Tiger. He certainly wants to be complimentary to Tiger, and I completely understand all that. That, that job of, you know, taking raw analysis and putting it into something is more our job, which is why I wrote what I wrote yesterday. Well, another factor, too, which, um, you know, perhaps we might have missed at Beth Page, given the weather conditions there and the cold. been a long time since I was back in New York where I saw the weather forecast that said raw, damp, and basically nasty. Um, you know, where Tiger really didn't get to, you know, play the amount, maybe practice the amount he would have wanted to, skipped Wednesday. And, you know, we know what that looks like, especially going into a major, not having the rounds, but being a little, you know, rusty. But I think, again, you know, weather in his back becomes, you know, the big question mark, and it could be the same at Pebble. Well, I mean, the reason he couldn't practice is unclear. Uh, at least what he's saying publicly. Uh, privately, what you're hearing is that there was no way that he that he could even play at Quail Hollow, which would have been the week before the PGA Championship. He couldn't even play because his body was so racked with pain and his inability to go out after the Masters. So if that's the case, he got two rounds in that weren't very good at Bethpage. He takes a week off, and now all of a sudden he's here. And then he takes a week off, and then he's going to be at Pebble Beach. I mean, I just don't see his ability to go ahead and, re- and to recover quick enough to be able to play good golf in any one of those venues. I think, you know, Alex, you know, from a player's perspective, is that sometimes you have to sort of roll the dice because if you sit out too long, you don't have the reps, you're not fresh, you're really not that sharp. And I think this is really what Tiger has done. He's won here at Muirfield, what, five times? He loves the venue. I know the venue, and I was just up in Indiana in the Midwest this all past week. They've had so much rain up there. They haven't even put any uh, seed in the ground for their crops up there. So I know Muirfield Village is as green as an Irish flag. It has to be green, and it's going to be lush. So he's won there several times. Maybe he just wants to take you know the car out for a spin uh, before he actually gets to Pebble. What do you think? Well, Bob, I don't disagree with you that he should come here because of, you know, the fact that 
he knows this golf course so well and he's comfortable on this golf course. Uh, I have no question about that. My, my, my point is, is that he just can't, I don't think he can do what he used to do. Um, he can't practice as much. You know, if he plays professional, if he plays in tournament golf, his recovery time now is so much longer um, for him to be able to come back. And I think we'll see that this week because obviously he played two rounds at Beth Page. He took a week off. He's going to come here. And then he's going to take another week off and go to Pebble Beach. And I think we're going to see in this period of time what, his, what he's capable of doing or not doing because at some point I just think that he is just not going to have the energy and his body's not going to be able to withstand that. Uh, the, the rigors are playing out here. That being said, I, I absolutely agree with you that he should be here. Uh, the question is, is if it's going to be a benefit or not, and we, none of us are going to know that. We might not know that for months, not, not necessarily days or weeks. We may not know for months you know, what, what this stretch is going to do to him. Well, I'll tell you what, Alex, I point well taken. I think you make some valid points. It reminds me of what Willie Wonka said in The Chocolate Factory. He said, you should never, ever doubt what no one is sure about. And we, we, and I just think that was some gospel information coming from, you know, the guru, Willy Wonka, who I've uh, sort of have actually cited you know, several times in my professional career. So we don't really know really what, you know, to expect. I don't think Tiger does either, but I think the point that you make, he's just sort of now sort of testing his engine, if you will, testing the motor to see exactly what works and what doesn't. Because when he doesn't uh, play, that's when he gets a little bit rusty. He just has to be able to pick and choose now. Well, and, you know, back in the day um, when he was playing his best golf, he did the same thing. It's just that he could practice at home and so forth and so on. Um, but he, he cannot practice near to the extent. And he's had said that already. He, he just cannot practice to the level he used to practice in the past. Well, I, abso- I, mean, I absolutely agree with you on that. Yeah, so you just – yeah, add that into the fact that I can't practice as much, I can't play as much. When I do play, I have to take, I got to get everything out of what I'm doing when I play, which means my recovery time physically as well as mentally is probably longer. And there's a lot, you know, in these 43, there's in the surgeries. I mean, you could just, you just add them all up. And if I was the scale of justice here, I would put Jack where Jack comes out with his arguments, the facts that he has, and then the facts that, that are really out there about Tiger, and there's no way in the world you couldn't go on that side because he just he's just not the same player anymore. Uh, I agree with you, uh, Alex. So with DJ and Brooks out of uh, the field, uh, we'll, our last question is, who are uh, you looking at to uh, have that handshake with the Golden Bear off the 18th green on Sunday? Well, you know, Holly, one of the things I'd have to say about this week is that it probably matters where you are in the draw. It's going to matter if you're playing in 40-mile-an-hour winds or if you've had maybe just a little breeze. It's going to matter if you're getting soaked versus not getting soaked. Um, it's going to matter if you're a long driver and you don't have to worry about the ball skidding out of the, out of the fairways, which they would do if they were dry. Um, there's just so much involved with a week like this where I think it's going to be someone that is comfortable around this kind of golf course, that's comfortable in playing on a championship golf course because this is clearly – a championship golf course. So you got to take the guys at the top of the, the top of the list. You got to take the Rory McIlroy's. You got to take a look at the Jason Days. You have to take a look at um, Jordan Spieth. I mean, these are guys that you know play, play this kind of golf course well. Um, that being said, uh, you know, because of the course itself and because of what it's demanding, you know, wet or dry, um, it can be it can be anybody, just about anybody. Because one thing that 
I think we lose if you don't watch these guys enough is we don't realize just how far all of them hit the golf ball. So when we would talk about distance and thinking, oh, how important that is, you know, the guy that hits a 290 and the guy hits a 310, yeah, I understand it's 20 yards, but it's not that big of a difference anymore. And, I mean, I watched the NCAA yesterday, and I saw a kid from Texas uh, outdriven by 40 yards hit a 5-iron closer than the guy that hit a 9-iron. I mean, everybody plays well. And so if you get on a run, I don't care who you are, uh, out of this field, which is a very good field, you're going to win this golf tournament. And so it just comes down to that, and we're going to see who does. Well, Alex, always great to spend some time with you. Alex Maselli, and tell our listeners how they can sign up for Morning Read, my friend, because it's the best in the business in terms of quality, in-depth, some of our best writers, journalists in the business, delivering it Monday through Friday. Thanks, Holly. I mean, I appreciate that. It just just go to morningread.com and somewhere, somewhere there's a subscribe button and just go ahead and hit subscribe and put your name and email address in there and you'll be getting it every day in your email. And I agree with you, Holly, even though I started it. I agree that we have some of the best writers in the business and we don't write what everybody else writes. You and don't. That was the goal when we started. Yep. And uh, you've, you've been an innovator and, and one of the early pioneers in the digital space. So uh, appreciate your time and... Again, morningread.com. Alex Maselli, live from Memorial. Thanks so much, my friend. All right, Holly, take care. You're listening to Golf Insiders 96.9 The Game. We are going to the U.S. Women's Open up in South Carolina next. Stay tuned.